Welcome to the Sports Marketing Machine Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Neiser. Before we dive into today's topic, if you're finding value with the content that I've been creating, please share it with someone just like you, someone who's working in sports, trying to grow their fan base and get more fans to games. All right, in the last episode, I was joined by the great Alan Sanchez of the People's Media Relations Group. Alan is an expert with TV coverage and a former TV reporter, and he provided us the formula that teams can follow when pitching to TV stations to get free television coverage. Excellent episode. Go back and take a listen. Today, we're going to talk about how often you should be posting on social media. Hootsuite and Sprout Social are two social media analytics and posting companies who thousands of companies use to publish content. In fact, a lot of sports teams use one or the other or some sort of company that's similar to Hootsuite or Sprout Social. But Hootsuite and Sprout Social shared how often you should be posting on social media. Here's what they said. They recommended you should post 11 times a day. Here is the, the, the different channels and how many times per channels. TikTok, they said you should post one to four times per day. Facebook, four to five times per day. On Instagram, one to two times per day. LinkedIn, once a day. And Twitter, three to four times per day. 11 times per day on five different social media channels. Unless you have a dedicated social media person whose sole focus is posting on social media, 11 times per day is a pipe dream. All right, in addition to that, two problems with what they said 11 times per day. That data that they provided covers hundreds of different businesses. So from florists to gyms to window cleaning companies to even golf courses, those types of companies also use Sprout Social and Hootsuite. These businesses are tremendously different than professional or collegiate sports teams. Completely different. So why lump them all together? That was problem number one I noticed about the stats. The second problem with their recommendation is, well, I'm like you. Most marketing directors for teams wear numerous hats. Throughout my professional sports career, I was a marketing director and I ran the in-game entertainment or the production room. I was a marketing director and I sold group tickets. I was a marketing director and I sold sponsorships. Or I was marketing director and community relations. Or even at one point, I was marketing director and the broadcaster. There simply isn't enough time during the day, to post 11 times, especially on game day, you have to be crazy to be able to do all of that or have some sort of social media person whose job is solely just posting on social media, but most marketing directors wear numerous hats, so it's impossible to do what they're telling you. I like to view social media as the avenue to tell a story about what fans can expect from your games, talking about like the fan experience, those types of things. So some content is designed to build brand awareness and some content is designed to sell tickets. Here's my recommendation on how often you should post on social media. Number one, before you start posting, create a social media shot list, and that includes photos and videos that tell your story. If the story that you are trying to tell is all about fan experience, make sure you have items on your shot list that communicate that. 
things like the food that can be found at your your arena or ballpark, merchandise, fan excitement, player fan interaction. Those things are great if you're trying to communicate the fan experience. Let me give you or, or paint a picture here for you. I can remember when I was in Birmingham, Alabama. At that time, University of Alabama, Birmingham had Mike Anderson as their men's basketball coach. He created a culture and he called it the fastest 40 minutes of basketball. During his tenure, they had went to three NCAA tournaments appearances in four years. Every single piece of content that the UAB athletic staff created around that basketball team was how fast the team was. Everything they did was fast. That was the content. That was a story that they were trying to communicate was it was the fastest 40 minutes of basketball. Here's another example. The Savannah Bananas, very popular baseball team. Every piece of content that they create is all about the experience and their fans first model. So think about it. As you craft your social media shot list, what story do you want to tell? What do you want to be known for? What story do you want to communicate to your fans on social media? Here's my second recommendation. Use analytics and data to determine what makes the most sense for your community. What makes the most sense on Twitter? How many times do you post here? Take a look at your data. If you're seeing that your posts and videos are getting a lot of attention related to specific posts during days of the week or times or during games and non-game days, you have to keep track of the data, take a look at it, and then test. When the team is on the road and you've got 30 minutes, dig into your analytics for each social media channel and see what makes the most sense. You can overlay it and say, hey, I had a game this day. I posted three videos. This is how many views I received after 24 hours. This is what I did when I posted to an Instagram story, or this is what I got when I posted it on Facebook. But take some time when the team's on the road, or you have some downtime, to dig into the analytics and see what the engagement was, what video views are, and clicks, and most importantly, ticket sales from your posts by day, and see if it was a game day versus a non-game day. And when you take a look at that data, try to add an extra post or two to see what that sweet spot is for you increasing your awareness and selling more tickets. My recommendation number three, videos rule. The more videos you create and post, the more viewers and views you get. I recently posted an, a video, a podcast rather, about the difference between viewers and viewers. You can check my, uh, my podcast list and go in there and take a listen to it. But for every 1,000 views that you have on a video, it's worth $10 in advertising, meaning... If you posted a video on social media and it had zero views and you wanted to get a thousand views for it, you would have to spend $10 on social media, whatever channel it was that you posted it, to get 1,000 views. So $10 equals 1,000 views. So try posting videos as much as possible as this stretches your marketing dollars and they convert better than static graphics. In addition, they tell your story better. Take a look at the Savannah Bananas. How often are they just posting videos versus just posting graphic 
content. Some of the videos can have some tremendous production value and some of which can be organic that you shoot with your smartphone. But videos rule. Here's the fourth recommendation that I would tell you about how often you should be posting on social media. What is your advertising strategy? So this was a huge mistake that I made for many years until the light bulb went off. If you are spending marketing dollars on social media, sell tickets to a game, or promote a ticket package, you need to create more content that helps grow your fan base so it's easier to sell more tickets. Here's what I mean by that. Let's say you have posted a video on social media that you filmed and it's promoting an upcoming giveaway or a fireworks night. The more video viewers of that video that you have, that's great. But the more video viewers from previous videos that you have, that helps support that current video. It works like a snowball. The more videos and viewers that you get, the more that your video gets shown in the algorithm. So if you're only posting one video every now and then, the algorithm's not going to prioritize that video. But if you've been posting video consistently, that one video that's promoting that giveaway or fireworks night, you're going to get a lot more organic reach. And how that's going to do is actually amplify your advertising dollars. You actually get better reach as more fans have viewed your video, which will increase your advertising dollars. So to explain that a little bit more, let's say you posted videos 10 times over the last few weeks and you're starting to see, okay, when I average my videos, you're getting 1,500 views, 2,000 views, 3,000 views. And that one last video, that 11th video you just posted has 5,000 organic views, you've created that snowball effect of getting more viewers because the algorithm is showing your video to more and more people. Sometimes they're followers of yours and sometimes they're not. So if you're putting advertising dollars behind that video that you're trying to promote that already has 5,000 viewers on it, it's going to be easier for the algorithm to put that video in front of more fans. If you don't post more videos ahead of time, and you only have 500 or 600, the algorithm has to work harder to put your video in front of fans. They know when you have thousands of views on videos ahead of time, they know the types of people that love your content, that will consume your content, and potentially click through and buy tickets. But if you're not posting videos ahead of time, and you're posting one and then trying to put advertising dollars behind it, you're only going to reach a certain number of fans. I hope that makes sense. So make sure you couple it with your advertising strategy. And the fifth recommendation that I would have is understanding what's driving your fan base growth and ticket sales. Tracking ticket sales from these different social media platforms is the most important piece that many teams miss. And here's why. If you use your ticketing software or some sort of software like Fivo to get tracking links that you put in link in your bio or some of your posts, this will give you a tremendous understanding of, well, when I post this type of content, I sell X amount of tickets. When I create a video that talks about fireworks, I'm going to sell 
X amount of tickets because I have a proven track record and I know what happens. When I only post a graphic image promoting that promotion, typically two or three days beforehand, I know how many tickets I'll typically sell when I post that. But you need to understand what's driving your fan base and selling more tickets. And the only way to be able to do that is track it. All right. At the end of each episode, I give you a plan of action. These are the main takeaways that you could immediately implement to grow your fan base and sell more tickets. Number one, create a social media shot list that tells your story. Whatever it is you want fans to know about your games, make sure your social media shot list reflects that and that it's all about it. So if you're all about the fan experience, make sure your shot list reflects that. If you're all about telling the story of your players or student-athletes, make sure your shot list reflects that. Number two, look at your analytics from your social media channels and test with an extra post here and there or back off some posts or add some videos. But the data is going to tell you what works and what doesn't and will give you a pretty good understanding of what happens on those social media channels. It's going to take time, but the more you look at your data, the better understanding you're going to get about how often you should post. Third takeaway, create more videos. Videos rule on social media. They're way better for you to tell your story. They're more captivating, and it's better for you to be able to sell more tickets that way. Number four, make sure your social media strategy supports your advertising strategy. And number five, be sure you're tracking ticket sales from social media. This will give you a tremendous understanding of what types of content drive ticket sales and the types that are really designed just to increase your brand awareness. So to go back to answer the initial question, how often you should be posting on social media, it depends. You got to take a look at your data and understand how often it is and test because you're start you're going to understand that maybe your situation is going to be different from someone else's situation in a different community. Fans are different from city to city, the demographics, the socio-demographics, all of those different things are different in communities. So your social media strategy and how often you post is going to be different than other teams. But you have to test, you have to look at data, and you have to track. All right, if you're not sure where to start or just need some additional support, head over to sportsmarketingmachine.com and schedule a call. I help teams of all sizes sell more tickets and grow their fan base. Until next time.